welcome to The Howler. Your look at the state of Wolfpack Athletics. Now here are your hosts, Ethan Berry and Thomas Overton. tomorrow i don't know about you but i feel like it uh, i feel like it took us forever to get here we only had that one day off mok day and other than that it's just been straight it's two months so it's a long time you know yeah i i only have one day a week of class so oh i forgot about that every Every week is spring every week is spring break or or whatever season we're in that week you know yeah exactly so um but yeah spring break next week so we're probably not gonna have an episode uh so we we have a lot to talk about. I think the next time we'll be back is going to be after the ACC tournament, before the NCAA tournament, right. when we know states match up. Um, hopefully, hopefully, yeah, yeah, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about. I uh, yeah, I've been talking like it was assumed for right. so long, and it just well, it was until probably this last week in in most people's minds. But yeah, yeah. So so I don't know. There's 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 a lot to talk about what happened last night. Um, I don't know. We'll start. I, I, I'll go ahead and say what I thought. I thought it was a fitting ending for it to end on a state played good defense in the second half. Re- really all game. I thought right. they played good defense. Georgia Tech, they played okay defense at times. But then the last possession, it ended on a dunk and an and one. And I just feel like that's a perfect summary. Yeah. Like an and one. Was it a foul? Was it not a foul? Why? If you're going to foul, why are you not fouling him harder? Like, I just thought it was a perfect summary of the way things have gone for state this year. And um, so I thought it was a fitting end. I don't know if that'll be, you know, the final nail in state's coffin. It's not the final nail in state's coffin. But, you know, I I just thought it was a pretty fitting end. You do enough offensively there at the end, and then defensively you foul. Yeah. Um, But – I don't know what 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 was your immediate takeaway? I mean, from the whole game, I was I was thinking state better figure out how to play against that that one three one high zone trap. Or I feel like Boston College might give it a try if they watch the film. I don't know. I feel like Clemson even might next week. So you definitely there were some good possessions, but then there were just some awful possessions. So you got to figure out how to have a at least a decent possession and not just stand around and jack it up and try it yeah i don't know so state had one great possession that yeah. ended in a layup for wyatt walker right and other than that there were a few decent ones though yeah, yeah. And, and and they shot a lot of threes obviously but right. here's my thing like people are complaining about how many threes state takes most of them are open right it's not like they're shooting i mean sure they sometimes braxton beverly takes a bad three but at the end of the day you'll live with that right. because he's a 40 percent shooter and I, I don't know. I just feel like State took, what, 35 threes last night? Yes. I feel like 20 of them were relatively open. Yeah, especially against that 1-3-1, one, one, the baseline is wide open. Even the short yeah. corner and then the far corner, the three-point corners, is wide open. And sta- I feel like State took most of – or a good number uncontested or at least, you know, they were good quality looks. They just didn't go in. So we've seen that before, just the low shooting percentage games. And obviously you make a few more field goals and you probably win by 12, 15 points, but that's not how it went, so – uh, we'll talk about this really when the season ends, but I, I feel like for me, yesterday's game was a uh, encapsulation. I don't know if that's a good word to use or not. I don't even know if it is a word, honestly. It's probably not, but but whatever. It, it was like 
it highlighted the two things that are for me right now the biggest question about Kevin Keats. The first one is the talent. And I we've heard Kevin Keats is a good recruiter and and I think he is. He's right. gotten good players in the system. But right now this team just doesn't have the talent. And I we've talked about this before and I feel like it's a cliche but I heard Doc Rivers, you know, one of the great NBA coaches one time say, you don't want to go into a game seven when the best player is on the other team. Right. And I feel like every game for NC State, not that every game is a game seven, but in college basketball, you know, every game is one game and like there's only 30 of them. So they have a lot of importance. I feel like every ACC game that State plays, the best players on the other team. James Banks last night. Right. I think that was his name. Yes. James Banks the third. Was the best player on the floor. Right. And that's from a five and twelve Georgia Tech team. Yes. When State plays on Saturday, Kai Bowman is the best player on the floor. Right. And so State goes into every single game when the best player is on the other team. And I I mean that's how I feel. I don't know. Maybe you disagree. No, I'd agree with that, especially for most teams. Obviously, Duke, Chapel Hill, Virginia, you know, they have the best players in the whole league. So, And then Banks, great game last night, like eight for eight from the floor. So just put it – he had a complete game. Um, he also stayed on the floor. I think he played 38 minutes, no, which they is played, incredible. They had three guys right. play 40 minutes. Right. They had no depth whatsoever last night. It's incredible that they could go that long. And, and State's been talking about the the playing style. They want to run, run teams down, and they obviously didn't do that last night. I nope. think – Georgia Tech was really That's successful with their zone, and State was taking these 20, 25 possession, second, excuse me, second possessions, and so that really slowed it down. Yeah. Obviously, you only scored 61 points. State likes to be in the 80s. Well, that gets to my second point about, about Kevin Keats, but first I want to finish off with the talent. Torn Dorn is awesome. Right. Right? In my opinion, he's State's most consistent player. Would you agree with that? Yes, I think so. That, that's not good enough. Right. You want him to be your third best player, maybe? Yeah. If he's your third best player, you're in good shape. But right now, you're like you're asking him to be – and last year, guess what? He was your third best player, and he was consistent. You could argue he was maybe the most consistent player, but he was also the third best player because you had Al Freeman and Omir Yurtseven who could score one-on-one against anybody. Right. And State doesn't have those guys this year, and – like consistently Torn Dorn has been your best player and like CJ Bryce has been really good at times. Markell has been really good at times. Right. Devin Daniels has been the best player at times, but none of them consistently. Yeah. And I, I just think that's state's problem. State needs to get a guy, preferably two guys who, you know, you're going to, they're going to be really good every night. And when you need a bucket, you can go to them. Right. Torn is not the kind of guy who, when you need a bucket, you go to him. And I like to compare him to TJ Warren. It's not really a fair comparison because nobody's TJ Warren. But he's the it's the similarity is that you don't run plays for them, right? They just score. Like right. they, they you're not gonna state did not really run plays for TJ Warren. You would just look up and he would have twenty points on seven of eleven shooting or something right. like that. Like he would pick up an offensive rebound. He would make a cut to the basket. He would score in transition. You'd kick it out to him for an open three. Stuff like that. And for your for like, if your best player is T.J. Warren doing that, all right, that's fine. But if it's Torn Dorn, that's where you're in trouble. And that's the bottom line for me right now is no, really no matter what happens the next couple weeks, State needs better players. Right. And we'll see if that happens. You know, recruiting Jalen LeCue's coming in. You know, I don't know how long he's going to be here, but 
it's hard to find a three or four year guy like a Luke May or you know a Kobe White to come in as a freshman. Like those guys are hard to find. Yeah, and Torrance definitely had a great season. Like we're not trying to give him any any discredit, but no, like you're no. saying, his playing style is not that one on one. You can be the best player on the floor right. all the time, like exactly. Kai Bowman. So I feel like Markel was really getting into that role this year until he, he just was hasn't injured. done it with the consistency. Yeah, he was yeah. injured, and then you know these last few games, the consistency, like you've been saying. So and when he when he sorry to interrupt, but when he does do that. Like, State's a really good team. Right. Like, he did it last night to get State back in the game. He did it against Auburn. He's done it. He did it against Miami. And I think the injury really threw him off. Like, maybe if that doesn't happen, maybe he is that guy right now. Right. And maybe if he comes back, he's that guy next year. Um, but I think the injury really hurt him there. Um, but the bottom line for me is State needs more talent. Right. And you got to develop Jericho Hellams into a better version of Torin Dorn. Like, that's what you need. You need Manny Bates to be like um, I I don't even know what kind of player like a like a a rim running shot blocker you know who's okay. just gonna dunk and block shots right and State doesn't really have that guy right now maybe DJ Funderburk but not really yeah so I I don't know State needs more talent yeah the ACC is so loaded with yeah. talent if you want to finish in yeah. the top four at least the top four maybe even the top six you're gonna need. Obviously, we thought State had a good chance at the beginning of the season the way they were playing to get to that top four. But we've seen now that like other teams' talent is just so much better that it's hard to keep up, and that's yeah. that's all it is. So yeah. Um, and then the second thing is the uh, the style. I I I don't know how you feel about this. We've talked about it before. It's too easy to get State out of the way they want to play. Right. Virginia, Virginia Tech, Clemson, and there's one other team. I can't remember who. Uh, Virginia Tech. You the, said that. Oh, I already okay. said them? Yeah. Okay. There was another team at home that got State out of the way they wanted to play. Right. And it's too easy to slow State down and keep them in the 60s. The Virginia game. Look, I know it's Virginia and it's tough, but um, obviously that game only went into the 60s and it was an overtime. Last night, low 60s. Uh, Clemson was the other team that I met, that I wanted to mention. These games are all games that are played in the 60s, and State doesn't want to do that. Right. And State, like we said, State's not talented enough to just say, all right, sure, we can slow down and beat Clemson. Like, State got lucky and beat Clemson, but they're, like, you know what I'm saying? They can't slow down and play Virginia style. Right. Or Virginia Tech style or Clemson style. Like, they have to play their style based on the way the roster is right now. And like you said, they didn't wear Georgia Tech down last night. Like, Georgia Tech played five players, and it didn't really matter. Mm -hmm. And that's just – it's disappointing, I guess. I don't really know what the root cause of that is. Um, I don't know. But I, I don't feel like State can reach its ceiling playing this way. Like, because on one hand, these teams are slowing them down as we have a siren go past us. These teams are slowing State down. But then when you go play Chapel Hill and Duke and they want to play fast – they're too fast for state. Right. So that's got to be figured out. I've heard some people talk about like state is just worn down because they're like, they practice too hard right now. I don't know if that's true. Yeah, I, I don't I, know. There's no way for us to know that. Um, it's an interesting theory because state has kind of worn down at the end of the last, right. At the end of last year, I, I last year, I just kind of like attributed that to, they just didn't have, they had seven players. Right. And this year, I don't know. 
did State look worn down last night? Yeah, but that was one game. Like, on Saturday, they went to Florida State and went toe-to-toe with Florida State. Right. So, I guess it's too early after one game for me to say, oh, State's breaking down at the end of the year. But we'll see what happens against Boston College and then next week. But um, Yeah, it's interesting. They still had 70 shot attempts last night, even though the which playing is what you style. Want. Right, yeah. you want. Or State maybe even closer to 80. So, you look at the numbers, and it's, it's more of – Yes, the the game was slow, but at times State was able to pick it up at least a little bit. You know what I'm saying? And get and you had a lot of possessions, um, is what I'm saying. And then the shots yeah. don't fall. And there's a lot of games where State, I feel like State's played the way they, the way they want to play, and the shots just aren't falling. Um, I don't know uh, about yeah. you, but I said I told you that yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Where State's doing everything they want to do, and the only reason the game is close is the shooting percentage. Right. And that goes back to the talent. Like you don't have consistent enough shot makers. C.J. Bryce was a non-factor last night. Braxton Beverly was a non-factor. Like, those are your two best shooters right there. Right. So, I don't know. It, it's a tough pill to swallow. Those are my two issues. Those are the two things that need to be fixed for me long-term. And it's fine. It's year two. He took over a dumpster fire, uh, especially after Dennis Smith left and Terry Henderson didn't get another year. So, we'll see what happens. You know, I still think State's going to make the tournament this year. Right. Um, and obviously, two years in, you'll take that. Uh but you want to start to see improvement year three, year four. Right. And I feel like State took a step back this year. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing because State had more – like State had a better team last year. Right. Like Omir Yurtsevin was a great gift for Kevin Keats to walk into. He really was. Um, and it's unfortunate that he left, but that's just how it goes sometimes. And he was able to pick up Al Freeman, who might have been the best grad transfer available. Um, but, yeah, we'll, we'll see. State will probably pick up a grad transfer big. You know who I really would have loved to see on State's team was James Banks. Right. I feel like he would be a perfect fit. Yeah. So. Funny how that happens. Funny how it happens. So we'll see. Now you move on to Boston College. I told you last night, I think State has to win two. Uh, two, the next two to, to feel safe. Or two. Right. Like, State could lose to Boston College and then beat Clemson and Virginia and they'd be fine. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Uh, so, and I felt the same way before the Georgia Tech game. You got to win too. Yeah. So, um, you problem know. is no one knows. Everyone keeps talking. No one knows what the selection committee is going to do. It's the first year with the net. Yeah. And so we're trying to get rid of the RPI and then uh, use the net. And some people don't like states ranking in the net. It's it's a good ranking, but obviously thirty five seems about right to yeah, me. Yeah, strength schedules. You know, last or whatever it is, and. And you just don't have – right now they don't have that signature win. Um, they had three last year. And so you just don't know what you're going to get. You'd like to say at this point, well, State's either in on the bubble or out. And there's different opinions for every spot because just no one knows what the committee's going to do. So that all to say we don't know what's going to happen until, what is it, 10 days, 11 days from now? So Selection Less Sunday or whatever it is. So Yeah. No one has a clue. So Yeah, and you bring up the non-conference schedule. And the non-conference schedule – and here's why I don't think – last night's loss was really a huge deal. Like it matters, but I don't think it's a deal breaker. Um, the problem with state right now is the non-conference strength of schedule, which there's nothing you can do about that at this point. Right. It is what it is. The second thing is the complaint about state is they don't have enough quad quad one wins. Well, last night wasn't a quad one game, right? So state only had one bad loss before last night. Now they've got two. You go and look and compare state to other teams and two bad losses, like, yeah, it's fine. Two bad losses is is fine, you know, in my opinion. Like, 
Yeah, I, I like the way they stack up against most of the other bubble teams. Um, I do too. Even, yeah, like you got twenty wins, and you've got a chance to win at least two in more. The ACC. Yeah, in the ACC, when you've played Duke and Carolina twice, and Virginia once, and you played well against Virginia, even though no one cares about how close the loss was, you still lost. But still, you showed you could play with them. Yeah. Um, and so maybe that's in the back of the minds of the of the committee members. But I, if it was me, they'd be in obviously, because I've seen them play all year and think they have the talent to be yeah. in. So. I was thinking that the other day against Florida State. Like, if you watch the team play against top teams, even every game that ends in a loss, how can you sit here and say, yeah, I don't know, that's not a top – What do you, what is it, 30 – There's 38 at-large bids? I see the 38 or 36, yeah. It's so there's like, like 38 – we'll say 36. Sure. There's 36 at-large bids, and then there's what, like – Six, six, eight, ten, maybe bids, like guys who get teams that win the tournament who would be in anyway. There's probably what like eight, ten of those. So there's like take the what top forty teams in the country. Right. There's no way you can watch state against Virginia, and even Duke and Florida State, and say and Louisville, who's not really that good, but still. Syracuse, yeah, and say, ah, I don't know if that's a top forty team. They're there every time. The right. only exception was Virginia Tech, and Chapel Hill the second time. That was a bad week. So, I don't know. But the non-conference strength of schedule, it's frustrating. And Mark Gottfried was so good at it. And I don't really know if Kevin Keats is bad at it. Like, I don't know if this is his intention. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, maybe he knew. Like, yes, I want to have the worst schedule in the country. But it's frustrating because even if the schedule was 250, you'd be like, yeah, they're fine right now. Right. And there's just – you can't allow – like there's no point in playing teams that are so bad that they're going to keep you out of the tournament instead of playing teams that are just average bad. You right. get what I'm saying? Yeah. And I felt like State wasn't battle-tested No. early on. Like we got – how when did we figure out who NC State is? It was like ten games into ACC play before we're like, all right. Oh, definitely. We know who State is. It's probably last week, but yeah. Well, maybe probably before that. But I would say like that stretch where they had Virginia Tech, Virginia, and Clemson at home. We we're like, all right, they lose to the bad teams and they beat the good team, or they beat the bad teams and lose to the good teams. Right. It took us two thirds of the way through the season to figure that out because the schedule was so bad. You get what I'm saying and. I I don't know. Like even a game against like a a a neutral site game against Wofford would do wonders right now. Right. Or UNC Greensboro. Or maybe Campbell. Campbell even. Yeah, great example. Yeah. Like sure, Wofford would probably beat State, but guess what? It would help that non-conference strength of the schedule. Right. You play Wofford instead of um I I don't know some UNC Asheville. They State's in so much better shape right now. And so it's just, I mean, it's beating a dead horse, but if you play teams that are 200 to 250 instead of 300 to 350, it makes a huge difference. Right. Huge. And it's just frustrating because something that simple shouldn't keep State out of the tournament but it as might. a State fan, but it might. Right. And, like, I, I don't know. And, and the other thing is playing against the good mid-major teams can teach you about your tournament, about your team. Right. Like, playing a good – like, if you're a mid-major team, you're good, well-coached, you're experienced, and those are the teams that have beaten State in ACC play. Virginia, Virginia Tech, uh, 
UNC. Like those are good, experienced teams who play good basketball, and they just have they have more talent than mid majors, obviously. So I don't know, man. I think state, like I said, state's got to win two more. I agree. So you want to, you definitely want to win. You know, you like to show the committee you can win when it's fresh in their minds. So obviously in the ACC tournament, but I don't. Yeah. You don't. You definitely don't want to lose another one in a row um, in Chestnut Hill on Saturday. So. You just lost two in a row. So you go win that one, take care of business Wednesday um, at noon. State's going to be either eight or nine. It's going to play Clemson. That's a fact. So um, you obviously want to win that one. So Yeah, we looked at all the seeding scenarios for so many weeks in a row, and then State lost to Georgia Tech. Yeah, <laughs> so We're, uh, it's set in stone now, eight or yeah. nine playing Clemson. So Yeah, I don't know. I mean, State would have passed Syracuse, I think. Right. If well, they would have had to win on Saturday. Yeah, it would have been close, but you still could have moved up to seven. Um, at least got a better little TV slot. I don't know if anything. So. Yeah, I I mean there was an interesting question. Like, would you rather be in the eight nine game and have the opportunity for the quad one win, or play a lesser team in round one, but you're not getting the quad one win? Right. I think the quad one wins situation is probably better for what state needs right now. Yeah, I like I like if we were talking about it earlier, if you had to match up with anybody on Thursday, we'd both pick Virginia. Virginia. Which right. is what you're looking at right okay, now. Okay, well or Duke if Zion's okay, not playing. Okay, yeah, right. We and we figured when we talked about this last time that Zion would play. Um but he's not or he didn't play this week. Um I'll tell you what, questionable I think Saturday, so either he plays on Saturday or he's not playing again. I would almost agree with that. What do you mean almost? I don't wanna speak um too extreme, but I like where you're thinking, so. I think if he doesn't play on Saturday, he is done. He's not playing That's college fair. basketball again. Definitely fair. So, yeah, I'll take Virginia again. Like, if right. Duke – I don't know. If Duke ends up without Zion, like, that's going to be pretty frustrating. Because you know what's going to happen is State could have been in the seven seed, Duke's going to be the two seed, and then State could have played Z- Duke without Zion, but whatever. Funny man. how that happens. It's funny how it happens. Um – I don't know anything else about basketball. I mean, what do you think happens on Saturday? Uh, it's so tough. You got You obviously have to see the the state team that pushes the ball and is being aggressive and obviously making shots. So if you see that, I think they come out with a win after two losses. If they play like they did, obviously last night they're not going to win. So, um, in my opinion, but yeah, I, I'm with you, and and I think. Um, Georgia Tech is not good. Like, let me put that out there. But they are a very good defensive team. Right. And Josh Fashner is a great defensive coach. They are, they are awesome at that. And you knew going into the game that they were going to provide issues for State offensively. You just didn't know that they would shoot 60%. Right. And that was the real problem. Boston College is not that team defensively. They're really not. Right. So I feel better about it from that sense. And they're not going to try to slow State down which is another problem that State has. Uh, so I think that's in State's favor. I think State will win. I think uh, – I feel like every time State has their back against the wall, right? they bounce back. And, and if you pull up the schedule, it feels like it's win one, lose two. Win two, lose one. Win two. Like you go back and forth. Well, right. now State's lost two, so now it's time to it's win time two. It's time to win one. Or win, win one, two, win two. Whatever it is. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So that's just – is it, I just feel like that's how it's been this year. Like, yeah, you're not good enough to win a bunch in a row. You're not bad enough to lose a bunch in a row. So, you know, how would you feel if State goes one and one? Uh, about putting them in the tournament? Yeah, not good. 
or I wouldn't feel good. I still think they could obviously get in. Um, that would you be, wouldn't feel good because because I think that would be the definition of on you, the bubble. If you <laughs> lose to, I don't, you don't want to lose to either Boston College or Clemson. So I don't know which one. I'll you'd take the loss lose. to BC. I would rather have the quad one win. Okay, that's against fair. Clemson. Yeah. What is BC going to go down as quad two since quad on the road? Two, yeah. So that's not too bad if no. you can get the quad one win against Clemson. Um, yeah. I feel like State's almost shooting better on the road now than they are at home. It's just been so bad against Virginia Tech and yeah. Georgia Tech. I guess if you are you have a Tech in there somewhere, you're just going to shoot poorly. I don't know. Yeah. So <laughs> they're done at PNC, maybe Chestnut Hill, and the Spectrum Center. I guess it's still called the Spectrum Center in Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Um, start, if you, the State's obvious team, and you can light it up. You can beat anybody. We've seen that. So yep. maybe, maybe if you can get them to make some shots – because I feel like last night that's almost all they were missing. They still didn't play. We talked about they didn't play the way they should have played or wanted to play. But I, they obviously played well enough to win the game if a few more shots go in. So, yeah, it's not the end of the world. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think State's going to win the next two. Okay. Um, that's just that's Good. just the way it's gone this year. They every game is close, and they're all coin flips. So you're you're the definition of a 500 in the ACC team, right? And yeah. You know, if like if state shoots well, they're a really good team. They're a top twenty-five team if state shoots forty percent from three. But they just, like I said, they don't have the talent to do that consistently. So good news about being in the um, the eight-nine game. Whoever wins the Thursday game at noon gets that long break before the session starts Friday night. So I thought state would play again at noon on Thursday. They play again noon Thursday, but if if whoever wins the Virginia game oh, oh, on, on Thursday. Thursday would get to sit around till seven on Friday. It used to be backwards, you know. You'd play nine thirty on the old the old days nine thirty on Friday if you were that uh, that last game, uh-huh. and you turn around and be on the court before two thirty on Saturday. So Ooh, that's brutal. How tough would that be playing yeah. playing till midnight and having to be in the gym at at almost one, you know? But so they've redone a little bit. Now you get a little more disadvantage if you play those late games um, Thursday, and then you don't have as long as the other teams have on Friday. But I feel like it's more fair this way. Top top seed Virginia will have the longest time of rest. So We'll see if State um, can make a run here. Right. And that's the that's the knock against Kevin Keats right now is no success in the tournament yet. Yeah, neither tournament. Which is fine. I mean, it's only been one year. Right. So. But he did it at UNCW, and – he did it like state has not faced a must win situation in terms of the NCAA tournament yet. Would you agree with that? Like last year, right. state lost to Boston college. They were still a nine seed. Obviously right. that's not a must win. Now state's approaching must win. And we don't know how they're going to react, but at UNCW, they were pretty good. So, yeah. So, uh, we'll, we'll see about that. Moving on women's basketball. They, uh, Finished up a huge win over Miami. Right. Huge win. Great win. Um, on Sunday at Reynolds. Uh, and then now they're the three seed in the ACC tournament. A phenomenal season. It's hard to not to think what could have been if right. you're healthy. Yeah. Maybe you win the ACC. Um, but nonetheless, a three seed in the ACC, you're the third best team in the best conference in the country. By so far, yes. That, that, that speaks a lot. Um, so they'll probably be playing Florida State tomorrow night um, uh, over in Greensboro. And um, and then if they win, they'll probably be playing Louisville, who just crushed State a couple right. – like a week ago, I think. So um, 
So good opportunity for them. Florida State's another team that beat State. Right. Uh, so that that one went right down to the wire yeah, as well. Yeah, it was closer. Uh, yeah. Both of them on the road. So you, maybe the pro State crowd, you'd think, in Greensboro right down the road. So yeah, uh, still a great be. season. Yeah. I think the latest um, national rankings, they were ninth. So I think, in my opinion, still solidly holding on to hosting um, for the NCAA Oh, tournament. they're for sure yeah. hosting. Even with, even with a loss if you yeah. lose to Florida State, which I don't think they will. I, I think right now what you would – and the seeding is very important in women's basketball, right? Because the higher ranked teams always win, right? So it, it's a big difference between being a two seed and a three seed. Yeah, I think if State beats Florida State, depending on what else happens, they'll have a chance for a two seed, right? They'll have a shot. Um, if you beat Louisville uh, on Saturday, I think it is right. You would for sure be a two seed. I agree. So, so. right now, State's kind of on that two three seed. We'll see. Um. It's crazy to think about. You've lost four yeah. or th- three starters, I'm pretty sure, and then one um, yeah. significant role player off the bench, and we're still talking about being a two seed in the, um, in the yeah. national tournament. I can't imagine a uh, men's team losing four substantial playing time players, three starters, yeah. and still being a two seed. So crazy, crazy work what uh, Coach Moore's done. Yeah, um, just, who didn't get Coach of the Year. I know. I didn't want to say it, but you said it, so. Well, I I didn't know this, but Clemson apparently went like one and fifteen last okay. year, and then they went seven and nine this year. That's a pretty big turnaround, right? For a first year coach, right? So, I guess know, he was runner up. He, he probably Moore. was. Yeah. He wins like every other year, so yeah, um, that's fine. Alyssa Cunane somehow didn't win Rookie of the Year. I don't know. I don't know enough about the rest of the players in the league to know, but she she's really really good, and I was very surprised to she see that she didn't win that. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what they can do. I think they'll beat Florida State on Friday, like you said. They'll right. have the home crowd. Yeah, same. I, I think they'll beat Florida State on Friday, and then uh, Louisville's gonna be really tough on Saturday. I don't yes. know that I see State winning that one. Well, you've got to play at eight eight o'clock Friday, and that's if the game in front of you, the Louisville game, um, gets off the floor at eight. I think they have they have to have twenty five minutes or twenty minutes on Friday. On Friday, so you're playing late, and you turn around and play supposed to play two thirty Saturday. So that might I, – I think State – how many players is State down to? Eight, seven now that play? I mean, it's not a lot. You know what I'm saying? Six. So you're hoping you don't use all your legs in trying to beat Florida State um, to at least put up a fight in the next yeah. game. But that that's tournament play. Um, that's what you get. And everyone has to play back-to-back days. So, you know, you can't – there's not really a great way to prepare for it. You don't schedule games back-to-back in the regular season. So, obviously um, – which makes it kind of fun, I think, if you have to win three games in three days or be Duke and sometimes win one time four games in right. four days. So Yeah. Uh, baseball team, still undefeated, tied for the best start in school history. Um, wacko game yesterday. That's pretty much the only way I can describe it. Down 8-1 to one and then come back, take the lead, blow it in the ninth inning, and then, and then win it in the tenth. Um, they're really good. Uh, they're really good. They've uh, they've won too many one run games, which are just coin flips. They're like four zero in one run games. Right. You can't keep relying on that. No. Um. Three in extra innings. Yeah, three in extra innings. But you'll take it. Right. Uh, headed into headed against Pittsburgh this week. Um, it's a big ACC series. State got in trouble last year because they didn't sweep bad teams. Right. Uh, in the ACC, and so that kind of took them out of the race, despite how good they were. It took them out of the race to win the ACC. So if you want to win the ACC regular season, 
excuse me, Pitt is the kind of team you have to sweep. Right. Yeah. So State obviously uh, played well. I thought last weekend against Minnesota. You yeah, know, that was a with three huge wins. series sweep. Um, yeah. yeah. So they they're still working on that pitching rotation. Um, Jason Parker's going to go tomorrow at they moved it up to noon instead yeah. of three probably some weather coming in i don't really know I, I think they've settled on their rotation right it's close they were to be determined states hasn't decided on sunday uh but jason parker and i don't want to say it wrong but but kane and silver yeah kane and silver yeah i've uh, settled into days one and two rotation so it's going to be Reed johnson on sunday right, that's I, what I was i'm thinking. not really sure why they haven't announced him right i think it's in case they feel the need to use him on friday or saturday okay so um that's but he's going to be in the rotation. Right. I was surprised he wasn't day one, but maybe he's a better day three. So I think last year I, I, he, he almost emerged, you know, as day one Friday it, starter. So Yeah, it's hard to figure out what they're doing with the rotation because they've got a new coach, so it's a completely different strategy. Right. Um, Which we said they needed. We talked about them being burned out in the arms last mm-hmm. season. So definitely look for some change. Um, I just haven't figured out what the strategy is. That's right. my point. No. I don't know what, yeah, the, I don't know. you know? So, so th- I think right now it's keep your best arms in the pen, which is really what baseball has come to at a bunch of different levels. So um, we'll see. I, I can't read Johnston. I think has to be right. Your starter. And then if you have uh, Parker and silver, who've been really good this year starting, um, and then you have like Kent Kleiman, Alec Barger, who's got a f- who's uh, struggled some starting midweek, but they've got a bunch of one to two inning guys at the back there. Nick Sweeney, right. Evan Justice. I mean, those guys are really really good. And um, but th- they struggle when they're stretched out. So those are the guys, you know, you hand it to them in the seventh inning and they'll take you home. But you know, if you ask them to start, you're going to run into trouble in the third inning. So. Uh, uh, I think State's off to a great start. The pitching, you have to feel great about the pitching. I don't remember State having this much depth since going to Omaha, right. pitching wise. Yeah, agreed. So, um, and that was a nice that was a nice pitching staff that year. So yeah, they were really good for sure. And obviously, you have the offense to go with it, right? Um, but yeah, we'll see what happens this week, Pitt, and then obviously Florida State is the big test. Uh, the week after that. We've been going for almost 35 minutes. I'm hungry. Yeah, you were ranting a little about basketball per usual, so yeah. time flies when Ethan rants. Yeah, yeah. Uh, before we head out, what happens on Saturday? Win. Win. I agree. And who's going to win the ACC tournament and where does State finish? I think Virginia is going to win just the way they play defense. Um, I, if Carolina is the team to watch out for, if they get hot, you know, if Carolina can shoot 55%, well, I'd, I'd almost take them over Virginia. I like the way they played uh, Virginia the first game, so I thought they were going to win that game, but didn't pull it out. Um, State, I've got them winning against Clemson, and since I have Virginia winning the whole thing, I can't have State and Virginia winning. So Yeah, I- I'm with you. One game and done, but better than last year. Uh, you didn't even win one, so look to improve there. I, w- I wish I could argue with you, but I-, I agree. Yeah. So I think State beats Clemson and loses to Virginia, and then Virginia wins the ACC. Um <clears throat> So we both say State's going to make it if we both have two wins here? What Man. what seed? I think 10. Yeah, I think 10 too. If State goes 1-1, one and one, I see them. 11. I see them in Dayton. Okay. Yeah, one I saw that one. yesterday. Um, I don't know who it was. It might have been Andy Katz, but I don't want to. I think it might have been the NCAA with Andy Katz. So yeah. as a 12 seed um, in Dayton. So that was, in my opinion, to me, that says right now, last four in, but maybe not. So. Yeah. So that's what I think. Yeah. It's two and zero. State goes ten seed. Right. 
one and one, they're in Dayton. Zero oh and two, they're out. Out, yeah. I'd say you know, I don't really know how to feel about the um the first four games or the playing games, whatever you want to call it, because part of me is like you get the first game jitters out of the way. If you can win that one, and then you get to match up with you always take the you always take the twelve five if you can get it when you're uh, picking upsets. You know, I thought it was the elevens that go to Dayton, or is it twelve? I think it's both. I'm not really sure. So, Either way, I mean, you're probably, yeah, like you, you said, you're probably better off playing. Yeah, you take I take the eleven six matchup or twelve five over the eight nine in my opinion. Oh, for sure, because yeah. like a six or a five, there's not a huge difference between a six or a five and an eight and a nine. Right, but there's a huge difference between a one or a two. Yeah, and a five or a six. So I agree with you. I mean, maybe fall into ten eleven seed. And well, that's, that's what they did in probably. 2012, that 11 seed that made it to the Sweet 16. Yeah. You got a, you got some decent draws in there. So And you know that like if you're an 8 or 8, 9, 10, you're going to be playing some super talented team you're in right. the second round. You're right. And that's who State struggles with. So it could actually work out in their favor. We'll see. Uh, I, was, I think uh, if Devin Daniels plays well in tournament play, I think they have a good chance to win some games. So yeah. he's, he's my player to watch out for. And they need more from C.J. Bryce. Too. Right, yeah. Um. Uh, women's basketball. What do you see happening there? I've got one win against Florida State and a loss against Louisville, and then yeah. probably a three seed. Um, you'd have to. I think you have to beat Louisville maybe to get that two seed. So three seed, and they'll be back yeah. in Raleigh the next week, I guess, to host. So that's exciting. I, yeah, I I think um. Like I agree with you that they're probably a three, but it depends on what else happens. That's true. So, we'll see. Like what if what if there's an upset and state slides up? You know, I think that's possible. Right. So, um, yeah, I, I agree with you as well. State will beat Florida State. I think the game against Louisville will be closer. Right. Um, state will have a pretty big home court advantage, I would think, in that one. Um. Uh, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Three seed, maybe the first three seed, and um, if if they beat Louisville, I think they'll be a two. Right. Agreed. So um. Yeah, and then baseball. Sweep. Sweep this week. And what right. about next week against Florida State? Oh, man. I think State will take. Yeah, I think you can pull out the series against Florida State, but not sweeps. I, I think so. Yeah. I think. Um, uh, who does State play? I think State plays Miami after they play Florida State. Right. And. Is that correct? Yes. You want to be 6 and 3 after the first three. Thanks for listening to The Howler, a service of PAC TV. Find out more at go.ncsu.edu slash sports.